Imagine being able to travel to any point in time. Where would you go? And what would you do? You could witness some of the greatest moments in history. That's gotta be Kane! WWE presents In Your House. It's time! Wow, we are here. Can't believe we nailed that on the yes. first take. Bruce Buffer got this idea, I believe, from, from, from this, this In Your House. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We still have no idea where, where it comes from, right? We've had Spanish Dan looking this up for the last week. And I feel no like it's a tip. He's, he's pulling his hair out in frustration right now. I think you forgot. We were blackout drunk two episodes ago, and I was talking. Remember we met with the king? And I'm like, dude, just make, it's in your house. No one really cares about these pay-per-views. Just call it It's Turnbuckle Time Machine. Oh, right. He was drunk, too, and I think all he got in like, was oh, it's, 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 time. it's time or it's, it's something... We were all so mud out. Right, right. We were yeah, so mud yeah. out. I don't think he really believed that we were referring to Time Machine. He just thought he was fucked up. Yeah. So, just made it time. Jake the Snake drove us home that night. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Talking about how messed up we <laughs> yeah. were. Like, dude, we have a Time Machine. We could just say, like, no, 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 go to my Ramada Inn. <laughs> yeah. So, we went to his Ramada yeah, I Inn. I slept with Damien. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You definitely slept with David. <laughs> Let's save that for some bonus content. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Boner yeah. content. Boner content. Boner content. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of this pay-per-view? Honestly, the f- uh, so, again, these are all like just Raws, you know. Although the match quality is probably the best that it's been like per capita. There wasn't a lot of filler because it's another short one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two the- hours or like an <laughs> yeah, hour and 48. Like, yeah. 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 So it's just like a it's just like a regular two hour raw from the future, and uh, I would say overall each match was a little better than I thought it would be, except for maybe the IC title match was just kind of okay. There was a lot of, I guess, things I didn't expect. Right. So this first match, right, is one of those like this is where they're like, okay, we don't have that strong of a card, let's throw in this match that's going to steal the show. And it's gonna make people be like, "Oh man, this is awesome!" Okay, and what match is that? Is that is that the uh, is the, the first match is the f- uh, Flash Funk versus Leaf Cassidy? Versus Leaf, Leaf Cassidy. Yeah, yeah. And Im- immediately I'm like, "Okay, cool. Flash Funk is great in the yeah. ring." And then I'm gonna go make a sandwich because right. this is filler time, <laughs> right, right? right? First of all, we want the funk, right? Yeah, you gotta have that funk. You gotta have it coming out in a purple outfit. By the way, I did like this purple outfit. Yeah, before yeah. he was what red and yellow. Yeah, you're a big yeah. purple guy too. So I am you, a big purple guy. I can see guy. you really yeah. liking this one. Yeah, my team uh, in soccer, the uh, Louisville FC's. Yeah, Louisville FC's purple. They put a hell of a game on the other night. Yeah, yeah, yeah lost the championship. Yeah, huh? to the Rowdies. Yeah, Ronda yeah. Rowdies. Yeah, it makes me hate that Tampa guy even <laughs> more. You know what I mean. But Flash Funk coming out like a P.I.M.P. He's got this like white uh, fur coat coming out. Can we talk about, and we, I think was this two episodes ago, we talked about who had the best boot game. Right. We did like his boot. Did you see his boots this one? I did. I did. They were. They were over his knees. (laughs) The boots were so big. They were literally like 
eight inches over his knees. They were huge. It's better, uh, better to better to funk with nice tall boots. That, right? I, I have heard that right. from the funk master himself. Because yeah. when they want the funk, you gotta have. You that gotta funk. have it. Yeah. And if you're short on funk, then you can't have it. They say go funk yourself right. at that go point. Funk yourself. Yeah. 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 <laughs> This was a great match. This was, awesome. this was, this was some of the best awesome high flying that we've seen ever in the in the six months of. Where was this out of Leaf Cassidy? Since we, I know we've seen him; he's been good, but he was right. great. But, you know, Marty Jannetty was holding him down. You know, we that didn't is have a probably chance to really, really probably see why uh, HBK left. But right? I think what the, the thing is, we could see all this. Like these are ECW guys. At some point, they were ECW guys. They were doing this on the regular, but this is just like WWF, us more serious old school wrestling. So they didn't have this stuff in there yet until then. You know, Mark Miro does Shooting Star Press, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But then we get. Down the line, the Hardys come in and start doing cool stuff. And now it's like crazy. You do crazy stuff all the time. Yeah. But even now, WWE is kind of mild compared to like AEW or. Some yeah, of the I other mean, you promotions. got some like quick high flyers like Ricochet or Ali that are. But they're still really kind good. of muted. They're the very muted. Roster, yeah, you know? definitely. They, they don't can't really express themselves, which is kind yeah. of what it is now. I think it's a Vince thing. He doesn't want to put too much into that. High flying. He's high always thing. done that. Like right. all like the great lucha guys. Like I mean, other than like Rey Mysterio getting a huge push, but like all these like lucha guys that are great in the ring, and that's like I don't know. Like wrestling all kind of comes from that lucha style wrestling, and that's really if you're not a wrestling fan, watching like that lucha high flying stuff is entertaining. Regardless, oh, yeah, of it's awesome. like wrestling. It's not. less realistic by far, but it's still cool. Yeah. And there's, you just got to find the happy medium. Yeah, there. and there's a line sometimes when these guys are moving really quick where it looks almost too choreographed right. and it's, like, scripted. But, like, we're not seeing any of this. I mean, we're seeing a little bit from Miro, which is, like, really cool. But then you get a guy like Flash Funk that's doing some different stuff. And then Leaf Cassidy out of nowhere is just, like, a high flyer in mm-hmm. this match. Yeah, uh, and the match is cool back and forth. Some good out-of-the-ring spots. Actually, the the finish of this is what's awesome because honestly, you you wouldn't have seen this move in WWF for like the next fifteen years. Like no, and we which, talked about that leg drop and what that moonsault leg drop was accurate. awesome. This that was, was from um, a couple the of last weeks time ago. we saw yeah, Flash Funk. Yeah. But how accurate you need to be in right. like the room for getting that off is probably what 20 percent. Yeah, but the room for botch is huge. Yeah. yeah. And he landed it. I've never seen it. Everything anybody do needs anything to be like perfect. I mean, you can't have like a fat kid in the crowd breathe too hard for that right. move like, or to like, go. You know, perfect. Anybody rumble next in the next room over? Well, nobody could be rumbling. You can rumble now with our mics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I mean, it's a back and forth match. Do you have notes on the match? That, I that do, and I'll read them off. I do know. My, uh, just my favorite was the the one out of the ring that Flash that actually Leaf Cassidy did out of the ring. Yeah, I'll I, get to yeah. that. I mean, most of my notes are all on Flash Funk's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> so it starts off. Funk is doing a lot of just cool flashy moves, just being himself, which I love. Uh, but Leaf does a pretty sweet belly-to-belly suplex, and it gets Flash out of the ring. And now we're starting to see like this whole Leaf Cassidy is like, okay, he's getting him out of the ring. He's doing some flashy stuff himself. And it's kind of like whenever Flash Funk does a funky move. A funky move. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> but as soon as he does a funky move, Leaf Cassidy has like one to match him. Uh, so he does the belly-to-belly out of the ring. 
And then Leaf is like kind of like doing his own, like he's got some funk in him, you know what I mean? So Leaf does a springboard uh, super salt flip out of the ring and lands on Flash Funk. And I wrote in my notes, dot, 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 impressive. <laughs> I don't remember writing that, but. Uh, and then Leaf does a power bomb, uh, but Flash Funk ends up landing on his feet and he does this like. Remember that like dance move you do where like one person slaps your yeah. arms and you like make that energy go through to like the mm-hmm. other side? He does that a bunch and then just knocks him out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then Leaf goes off the top rope and does uh, a moonsault. Or Leaf Cassidy, yeah, yeah. Do- goes off and does a moonsault of his own. But Flash Funk ends up moving and I'm like, holy shit, Leaf Cassidy could do a moonsault? <laughs> Uh, and then Flash Funk's going to answer back, does a moonsault of his own, and then he finally lands it. It's a one. No, it's a no, two. No, and Leaf Cassidy no. uh, kicks out. Oh, okay. I thought God. you were going to. I'm sorry. I don't remember the match. I just remember <sighs> the end. Whew. Thank God he kicked out. Yeah, uh, the move that comes up is yeah. great. No, the, the, I thought that was the end. Yeah. So I wanted a little, you really okay, uh, yeah. built it up. You tricked yeah. me. Um, Spanish Dan, we could edit his his premature <laughs> stop the match, right? Sounds like Jr. the mic. I wonder if what's biggest uh, could be the biggest uh, plus from Spanish Dan is editing. Oh, wow. he might be able to show you how to edit. Anything. Yeah, we could edit that out. But then it's just me yelling back and forth. As long as you don't give away <laughs> our location, I have to put in beeps every time. <laughs> Can we pause? We will get to the ending. Uh, you want to talk about the back to back roll ups that they were doing? Oh, that was awesome, dude! It was yeah. sweet, and I'm like. I got to bring this up with Tom. Not a big roll-up guy as much as no, I am. I mean, I I'm, I'm all for roll-ups, but that shouldn't be your thing, I guess, is my <laughs> point. You don't want to be the roll-up king. You want to just be a guy who does good roll-ups. I don't think... I've never seen this back and forth, like, but the roll-ups were so, like... They weren't just, like, to pull the old drawers down yeah. and roll them up. They were, like... I land on you and you flip and turn. And yeah. then I think Leaf Cassie does like a flip into a roll-up and it's so back and forth. It was it was cool. This is this match was awesome. But ends up winning. Uh Flash Funk does a pretty dope shooting star press. I knew you were gonna get it wrong, so that's why I prematurely yelled at you. Oh, so you were right. Yeah, because does he not do it's a, a four fifty splash. Oh, because he goes around twice. He goes front ways around twice instead of backwards from face. That, so uh, the shooting star for press is a backflip. While you're facing forward, you do a backflip and land on them. The 450 splash is a like is a somersault, double somersault thing. Yeah, I sad part is I rewound it and watched it to see how many times he goes over. So <laughs> in my notes, the shooting star press. It was dope. Oh yeah, it was. That's dope. the first 450 splash we've seen. Yeah, I don't think anyone's probably done that in WWF yet. It's of course, equally not. as challenging. When as we it. started watching this, it was nobody even. Everybody, remember when we started watching? Everybody was going was on dope the for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, roll up, yeah, dude. This guy's sweet. Finishers to her karate is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, is that a clothesline? You're like from hell. Though. Yeah, you're like, like oh, oh, he's got really good Irish whips. Yeah, <laughs> I do remember that. It was a good Irish whip. <laughs> I'm glad that we're we're evolving as it goes on. We're basically like the fan that's out there right yeah, now. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm basically like the, the fat kid with the Vader shirt out in the, yeah, out in the crowd. The Toad shirt. Uh, so that is the match. And now I'm pumped watching this pay-per-view because yeah. I'm like, okay. It sets the tone. It's setting the tone for right. sure. Might be match of the night, though. <laughs> uh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Stay tuned, guys. We, we Oh, yeah, no, still listen, because the other matches are almost as good, but just mm-hmm. not quite. Just a little no. short. I think, 
I mean, mm, no. I was going to say, maybe that match was so good because we didn't expect it. The match was good, even if I expected it. Well, either it, way, right? it does help when you don't expect it. Yeah. Shout out to but Lee if Cassidy. But you know, if you're going into I mean, and they didn't even advertise that on the card. If you're going into this pay-per-view, you got to guess the best match. I guess, what would you say it would have been? Main event, hundred percent. Well, no, no, I know no. Psycho Sid's not good. No, but you would, I would, you would have said probably Triple H, Mark Miro, or yeah, that, or true, a tag true. match. Yeah, no, Triple H, yeah, Mark Miro, I yeah, probably definitely. Would have but we've seen that a couple of times. But I mean, yeah. we'll, get, we'll get into it. Yeah. So let me ask you this: Leaf Cassidy out of nowhere, looking like Rob Van Dam out there, one of a kind. One of a kind, yeah. Uh, he where, was probably at Benigan's before. Of course he was. Yes. Yeah. Everything's for twenty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the few that understand that. There's no way they're uh, still Benigans. Can you look that up? See if there are still Benigans. No, I think uh, me and adult John looked this up. There's still a Ben, like one Benigans. I want to say in, in DC or something. So we need to do an on location with Benigans. We got to get RVD. Once we get to that part of this, we'll. If the Benigans is still open in like three years, when we get to RVD being part of this. Benigans. <laughs> Is that okay. even on this, by the way? <laughs> no. <laughs> the same way Adult Job is like, Carlito's theme music yeah. isn't on here? I'm like, yeah. I mean, we loved it. I don't know if it's a goat, though. It's I a think goat RVD is a goat. I think that should be on here. The one of a kind? Yeah, I think it's a one of a kind. Maybe honorable mention. Yeah, okay. There's no spots for him, but mentions on here. <laughs> That's why we need to do the, uh, the 64 one. <laughs> Now we'll do this, you know what, and if it sucks, we delete it, and we just do a 64. Yeah. Let me ask you this, though, back to my question. Where, I know you talk about, like, Marty Jannetty thing, we haven't seen any of this out of Leaf Cassidy at all. No, I mean, but I've said that I thought that that tag team was a lot better than it was getting any credit for or getting any push for. I thought it was the best that wasn't really in any title contention. But they had like that one four-way match for number one contender, and that was it. Otherwise, we haven't seen much from that tag team. But I thought Marty Jannetty was doing well. I thought he was fine. I thought they were had they had the costumes. They got the chemistry. Yeah. I think um, that you just, I don't know, maybe, maybe there's just, from what I understand, Marty Jannetty's a weirdo. So there's some backstage stuff that's going on with him. I think he threatens, I think he might have murdered a guy. Is that right? I think he might have murdered a guy. Sure. We'll have to I add that, that to the list of... Spanish Dan to look up after the Benigans, see if Marty Jannetty murdered a guy. But I think that he did, or at least he attempted to, or he said he was going to, or he said he murdered a guy. Something with murder hmm. and Marty Jannetty. Well, murder but, isn't good. Look up uh, if murder's good. <laughs> well, he's got time. Let's get to okay. the next match. Yes. Yeah, so well, you got anything on the Benigans? You look like you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pretty interesting, actually. Six uh, miles so, from here. <laughs> so, like, as soon as I looked, I Googled it. The first thing that Google says is Benigan's has relaunched this forty-year-old American brand, in a, and then it, and then it cuts off. And I can't find the rest of that that little article. Did you click it? I, I was going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, won't well, give you the full another. website, but so I think it's back. It must be back. It's back. I guess maybe it disappeared for a while, and now and now it's back. Again. Can we invest? Where where though? Let's see who the closest one. I mean, that's the biggest thing, and we got to be able to go visit this place. If it's in DC, it's in DC. We'll do a live podcast we there. Go. Yeah. I mean, visit um, visit old old Sleepy Joe. We could visit uh, Kamala. Ka- I don't know Kamala. if it's. I don't know if Kamala. It's Kamala was a wrestler, right? Is Kamala that right? And Kamala Harris, not the same person. But, oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Basically, we, yeah, yeah. We can make they it. both got dicks. 
Yeah. Look that up, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know how many people, like, it's just totally unrelated, but it's about dicks. But that, like, you mentioned Sierra, and they're like, yeah, she has a dick, doesn't she? Like, Sierra from, like, Goodies. Yeah, like Russell Wilson yeah, and Sierra. like his wife, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah she was a dude, right? Mm-hmm. No, she I remember that. Was People that still like think a, that's a thing. Really? Like, I have someone, isn't she the one that is a dude? No. I didn't even know it was a thing back then. You think Petey Pablo's going to put a dude in his video? Come on. Oh, yeah. Also, people say Michelle Obama has a wing. I don't think so either. All right, so there's there's one Bennigan's north of Chicago. What? And well, we were just out there for AEW. We maybe that, that, maybe that became the Hofbra House open as a Bennigan's. Dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> then I know I'm in a fucking simulation. <laughs> if that happens... <laughs> And then there's another one in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. No way. There's so many Bennigans. Yeah, it's a big chain, apparently. Well, yeah, but we thought they all closed. Yeah. Because they sold everything for 20 bucks. A few of them are permanently closed, according to Google Maps. But they're all spirit Halloweens now. Here was what we do, uh, Rob. Put this in the calendar next September when AEW is back, possibly at the now, that's what I call Music Center. (laughs) We are going to Bennigan's. Yeah, less win I hear at Bennigan's. It looks like it's in uh, I guess the suburb or outside of Chicago, West Dundee. Okay. I heard they have crocodiles there. Between West yeah, Dundee so and, and Elgin, <laughs> Illinois. All right. You want to just, we can do, keep talking about Ben again. No, no, no. We'll get to, we'll get there. I mean, it's a while. So actually, I mean, we didn't, I didn't realize this till last week, but AEW's in Chicago tomorrow. If you want to go. But um, it's a lot more expensive. Really? Yeah, because yeah. it's like kind of sold out. It's in a different arena. It's in the, uh, it's in the, uh, Wintrust Arena. Where's that at? Cermak, like, like right in the city. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But I, I don't know, it's, you know, big, big guys net at Wiggles is tomorrow. But let's get into the next match. Um, yes. Uh, we have Razor Ramon versus Diesel. Yeah. We haven't seen these guys in a while. Not versus each other, but tag teaming together. Yeah, that's yeah, correct. Yeah. They are versing British Bulldog and Owen Hart uh, for the tag team champions. And of course, they are with. The Clarence Mason. Do we have some news? No, his phone's oh, Okay, done. got it. Um, so, match is going on for a few minutes, a little back and forth, and Stone Cold comes out pretty much like two minutes into this match. Bulldog stops what he's doing and leaves the ring and starts beating up Stone Cold. Then we got a bunch of refs trying to break this up. This match has like just begun and Stone Cold is already out there. So people are holding Stone Cold back and they're trying to push him into back into the locker room. They finally get him back there. Uh, and I'm noticing that Razor and Diesel, have we seen them in a tag match before? Uh, yeah, probably. Okay, I'm I'm a little impressed by the uh, chemistry that they that they have, and you know I don't know if they've worked too well together, but they're basically just beating the living shit out of Owen Hart for I would say 12 minutes of this match. Yeah. Um, Owen Hart, there's a spot where Diesel has Owen Hart against the turnbuckle runs into him. And he gives him a pretty hard, like, legit kick to the face. And you can see Diesel, like, spitting and then, like, touching his lip to see if there's blood. So, pretty good bump. 
Uh, but Bulldog is finally tagged in after all this. Uh, now, heading towards the end of the match, there's a spot where Owen gets thrown at Diesel. Diesel catches Owen, and then Bulldog drop kicks. And like as Diesel's holding Bulldog, they both go out of the ring. And Bulldog sets up for the running power slam against Razor Ramon, but it's reversed into the Razor's edge. And then Owen, as he's about to do this, runs in, does this little crescent kick, lands it. One, two, three. Bulldog and Owen Hart retain. And that's the end of the match. Pretty good match, though. I would say, I mean, considering these are fake Diesel and fake Racer. Yeah, I I love how JR's commenting on this as if he's like their mentor. Right. He's like screaming, like, he's like, go for the pin, go for the pin. Yeah, wasn't there some controversy here that, like, one of them wasn't their legal man? And he came in and landed. Well, Owen Hart wasn't the legal man when he landed the kick. Right. But still, Bulldog went for Right. The pit. As they say, anything can really happen here in the right, World right, Wrestling right, Federation. Right. So that would explain yeah. it. So and I'm sure that's how Vince explained it to him. Yeah. Well, exactly. there are yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, isn't that against the rules? Well, <laughs> uh, right after that, shortly after, Stone Cold just comes right back out and starts attacking Bulldog. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of a mistake. He doesn't have a match here, so he's just going to wreak havoc. Um, I got to think this is setting up for our boy Doug Furness and. Uh, LaFon. Yeah, we haven't seen them. Maybe here. they only do big pay-per-views. Maybe they'll be at Royal Rumble. They were on a Raw, weren't they on a Raw? Yeah, it was after. Right. So it's like the same arena. They're already, they're already paid to be there. You might as well they'll be in the in Royal there. Rumble for sure. Yeah. Next, we have an announcement. Vince is in the ring with a mic. And I'll try my best Vince impression. But Ladies and gentlemen, Ahmed oh, Johnson! And now he's back. Well, kind of. He was in the, in the, yeah, in the, the crowd a few weeks ago. Sure. And now this kind of makes sense, right? I guess Ahmed is... This is better than what they had before, right? Yes. Ahmed's a big name. Now he's I mean, out. He's coming out for an interview. Yeah. And a uh, full purple jump or blue yeah. jumpsuit yeah. with the fanny pack. Remember, I said last time he kind of yeah, looked, like looked like that like rock, the rock image. With the fanny yeah, pack, yep. still rocking the fanny pack. I you know whatever works. Yeah, I don't. So, and I can't tell if if I if I'm just no because I know that he gets really fat later in life. If I can see that he's starting to get fat, dude was just about yeah. to say. I'm like, I don't know if it's the jumpsuit, right? But I'm like, he's but, starting to look like this injury. Like he's starting to look fat. Right, and we know he gets really fat. But the last time we saw him, he was in that slim, then black works. Black yeah, makes he look slim, yeah. but now in the blue, I'm but, like... But yeah, so it looks like he's either... But he also was huge. We never really saw him like yeah. that, so he could just be, you know, huge. Still ripped. Yeah, but we'll I don't see know when if he, he comes back and has a match. Out, or maybe he stopped taking steroids, but it was just eating the same amount. As or kept if, working out and kept stay, or stopped working out, kept taking steroids, which will make you fat. Hmm. If you don't work out. Okay. Yeah. Well... Because it makes you hungry. Let's let's hope he doesn't get fat until the end. But I I'm glad he mentioned that because he did look a little thick. So we got Ahmed on the mic, and let me let me just point this: we will have Farouk and Ahmed at Royal Rumble That's in huge. January. That's huge. Huge. And then you see, uh, don't they come out here? Yeah. So Ahmed's on the mic. You know, I'm already hit my closed caption. <laughs> 
And honestly, I, though, I thought this was one of his better interviews. Like, I thought I he was good. It. I thought it's, he did well on the mic here. Well, he just goes, let me tell you something. I was, they want to say I was dead now. I've been dead. The only reason I'm doing it is for these people out yeah. here. Yeah. And I'm like, it. okay, so he's been dead? He's the new dead man? He's a zombie. He's a zombie. Are you Undertaker? He might be. Are you Undertaker? Uh, I don't think he was great on the mic. I thought this was, I mean, I didn't say he was great. I just said this was his best one yet. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. But Farouk has a mic of his own, and he's standing in the, kind of like the nosebleed section, maybe the two or three hundred. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he has his uh, team of NOD, the Nation of Domination, with them. And Farouk gets the mic and calls Ahmed Johnson an Uncle Tom. Wow. Yeah. That's a, them, them's fighting words. Those are fighting words. Because, uh, I mean, Ahmed was the, the lone brother uh, at the time. And then Farouk shows up out of nowhere, kicks the shit out of him, and he, he bursts his kidney or whatever. Yeah. And... Uh, now he's just an Uncle Tom. He went from being like the coolest cat mm-hmm. to now he's an Uncle Tom and not black enough. So yeah. what a twist in the last three months that we've we've been watching this stuff. Correct. Uh, but we do get Ahmed starting another You're Going Down chant with the crowd. You're going down. You're going down. Do you think down. that was, I think the You're first time down. when he said that, I don't think that was planned. What are your thoughts? I think it was. You think so? I think he just like fumbled over his words and said, you're going down. And it wasn't like the crowd reaction he wanted. So he just kept saying it and got down his chant, you're going down. And now so it's his thing, though? Now it's his thing. It's not even a good thing. It's not a that's good what, thing. That's, that's why, why I feel like I'm it was spur of the moment. Because he just, why stick with it then if it was just a, you know, it was just a coincidental thing that he did and they were kind of behind He him. got the crowd kind of behind him. He's so like, now I'll he's going to make it. it a thing? Okay. Yeah. That's my thoughts. I mean... I could be right. I could be wrong. I'm telling you, you're probably balls on right about the double J eyebrows thing, though. You can't win them all, you know. Yes. Uh, next, we have the... Uh, ooh, good ooh. timing. Yeah. <laughs> We're in bravazzi right now. Yeah. That, means, that means in sync in Italian. Mm-hmm. Mark Merrill, Triple H. Hell yeah. Let's do it. IC, IC title. title. Got the European title right here. Yeah. You know, I've mentioned it a couple times, but I'm so excited to see when this becomes a thing and why. That is interesting, yeah, because then it fades away. Yeah, well, I know why, because it's stupid, but... Yeah, it is. <laughs> but I love this belt. Got a yeah. Swedish flag on it. What did they, what did they uh, trade for that? Is it like the... Nothing. It, it, it merged with the Intercontinental title. Oh, okay. Well, that already exists. <laughs> <laughs> what they did was the, I, the U.S. title came. So the U.S. title took this spot. Of course. That makes more sense. So Miro and Hunter Hearst Helmsley, immediately they're doing a little stare down. And I thought this was kind of cool because they go, they're nose to nose. And then I forget who says it, but they go, that gives Helmsley the advantage. (laughs) It's a play on his nose. Oh, and it's protruding proboscis. That's right. Mm. I'm pretty sure uh, Vince mentions proboscis again here. Yes, I think three Why times. Why can't you just say nose? So, the, the people who watch wrestling in the 90s, now, you know, only people who watch wrestling now are super classy. But, like, people watch wrestling back then, not super the classy people, okay? <laughs> Nobody knows what proboscis means. That's what I'm getting at with this Vince McMahon. He's making, I don't know if you, if you said, like you said a few episodes ago, that it's on purpose 
just to pull it, get to get heat. This, that's an ingenious move. But I don't think that it is. But he wants to sound smart and be a good cop. No commentator in any sport has ever said proboscis. No, I think he's trying to be... He's trying to be what's right for the company, but it's wrong, and that's what makes him a heel. So at the end of the day, if it works, he's a genius, right? I'm a genius. If, right. If people are starting to hate him on commentary, and he could just say, you know, like, that's part of the plan. I'm going to bring this up because I just watched 2021 Survivor Series, and I know we'll cover it in 25 years, so spoiler alert, but The Rock has a movie coming out, or just came out on Netflix with Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot called Red Notice. And in it, like, they go and search for this Cleopatra's egg. Okay. He... Can you go on about that? I'm going to pee and I have questions about this egg. Allegedly. So the egg, yeah, I don't know if it's a real thing or whatever, but maybe. And so you see in Survivor Series, a limo pull up and it's Vince McMahon and he comes out with this egg. And, And it's also the 25th anniversary of The Rock debuting on Survivor Series, which we covered here, episode 32. Uh... And he's like, yeah, The Rock sent me this egg as a gift for everything I've done for him over the last 25 years and making him a a multimillionaire, whatever it is. He gave him Cleopatra's egg? How does he even get that egg, first of all? Because the movie's not a documentary, right? Why wasn't it in a museum? The Rock could just buy it. And and he says it's worth $7 million or something, he tells uh, Roman Reigns. So... Seems really weird. I think Vince is really losing it here. Yeah, I don't know the background on that, but I just saw a bunch of memes where it was just like fire twenty great superstars, and then it just like shows him with the egg. <laughs> yeah, it's like- and then the next day on Raw yesterday, I like put it on for literally five minutes, and it's uh, what's his name, Sami Zayn, in Austin Theory in the wait, Austin- Sami Zayn still has a job. Yeah. Oh, dude, he's doing doing really well. Oh really? Yeah, uh, he he was he was on one of the teams, and yeah, all these people get cut. So it's Austin Theory, Sami Zayn. They go into his office, and the whole thing, I guess, is that somebody stole the egg the night before, and it was Austin Theory. He stole it so he could take a selfie with it because that's his character now. Is he takes selfies with everything? Okay. God, I'm glad we we're going back in time. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, notwithstanding. This is what I'm getting at. Like, Vince is just kind of not always on. And I don't think he's on in these commentary bits in the 90s. No. I think his verbiage is totally elitist and alienating most of the crowd. No, 10% of people knew what. I mean, you know what protruding proboscis is because protruding means, like, it's it's big and, like... Gaudy, you know that and you know that it's on his Triple H's nose because that is what's protruding on him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Either way, the match begins. Yeah, and I will say this match, after leaving that, the tag match was pretty good, and the one before that was great. And I'm, I know that these guys have wrestled before, and we're just kind of seeing the same... Hunter and Mark Merrill, it just seems like it's like deja vu. It's like we're watching kind of the same match that we've always seen out of Merrill and Hunter. So uh, there is a Hurricane Rana he does off the top rope. And Merrill goes for a Merrill Salt, um, but he falls. Do you remember this? He like fell on his dick like someone pushed the rope. 
Yeah. I don't. Did Triple H hit the rope? I think so. Okay. I think he like he like falls into the turnbuckle. Okay. And falls. Yep. So ends up, and I'll just fast forward. We end up getting a marrow assault. It's a one. It's a two. But we have a kick out of the marrow assault. From Hunter. Yeah, big kickoff. Okay, maybe we're on to something here. Yeah. Maybe this match is a little bit better than we thought. Uh, there is a spot here shortly after where Mark Merrill goes for a clothesline and actually close clotheslines the ref. Isn't that a DQ? I guess the ref's out. He can't DQ him. Sure, I would agree <laughs> with that. So Triple H sees an opportunity here, goes and grabs the IC title, brings it into the ring, and tries to hit uh, Mark Merrill with it. Uh, ends up backfiring. Mark Merrill goes for a roll-up. There's no ref. Finally, ref wakes up. A one, and it's not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a one, two, and a close kick out. He just hits one. Yeah. Uh, so Triple H is out of the ring. And Mark Merrill does a somersault plunge out and hits him. And then Goldust comes out. Hits Mark Merrill with the bell. And I'm like, oh, okay. This is how it's going to yeah, end. Dirty finish. Yeah. But then Goldust takes the bell and hits Triple H with Whoa. it. And I'm like, okay. What? along for the ride. Yes. Right? So now there's a count out. And I'm like, oh, both guys are going to go out. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And Mark Merrill squeaks in right at the end. And a 10 count on Triple H. Mark Merrill wins by a count out, and he is not happy. Because so he doesn't get the belt. With he the does count not. Out. You need to pin or submit your. I belt. love how they said that over the announcements. In order to win, it must be by pinfall or submission. Therefore, still, the, regardless, Merrill draws uh, or drags uh, Triple H back into the ring and ends up hitting him with a little wild thing. Yeah, it was pretty nice. Very Can I do a uh, JR quote here? That was so bad. Yes, you can. Yeah, okay, okay. I was, <laughs> I was waiting for permission. Goes. He made his heart sing with that wild thing. <laughs> but um, where were you at with that with that Spanish dance? But um, you're gonna put him guy too. I'll do it again. He made his heart sing with that wild thing. <laughs> Nice, wow, that really, dude. That was you really had the good. Extra little yeah, yeah, it echoed too. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. Very nice. The doors must be open. Um, an okay match. I, Goldust made this match. Let's be honest with you. Right, it's a twist we did not expect. Uh, it was getting a little aggressive. I did like the way it was going, but him coming out and you see like Triple H kind of get out of the way and he land, he nails, and you're like, oh, stupid. Yeah. But then he nails Triple H too, yeah. and that's cool. Yeah. And they even made it. Where Mark Miro gets in and gets to win. I thought it was going to be a double count out for sure. Yeah, but me either too. Either way, pretty cool, pretty entertaining. Looks like uh, uh, Goldust is uh, stepping into the ring, but they, uh, into the, I guess, the contention for the Intercontinental Championship. But they do mention that uh, there was some kiss, some something whispered by Triple H to Marlena. That's what I was going to bring up yeah. next. And, yeah. And that, that, that's kind of what made Goldust mad. And so he wants the title and he is. Pissed at Triple H. Potential triple threat match? That would Maybe be cool. for Royal Rumble? Cool. I would appreciate that. You know, here's... But the thing with Royal Rumble is they can't have an IC title. Like, they don't... 
They don't have 30 guys. Unless you all they the guys do, from, Yeah, exactly. Right. You think you just do a Royal Rumble right. period? Yeah. So, I mean, I if mean, they have all these matches, then all these guys also have to be in the Royal Rumble, okay. which maybe that is what they're going to well, let's, let's name a few people we haven't seen that are definitely going to be in this. That we um, haven't seen? That we haven't, like, seen recently. You well, think, all the jobbers have to be in it. Sure. Who the goon the has to be in it, right? Who, yeah, of course. We just saw him, though. Yes. Who was the jobber, the original jobber that was like the best jobber of all time? We haven't seen him in forever. Aldo Montoya? No, no, the greatest jobber of all time. Oh, um, what was his name? I can't remember his name. I'm sure if you Google greatest jobber of all time, it'll come up. Uh, yeah, I'll have Klaus look that up. Um, but I mean, who else that we haven't... I'm pretty sure like the executioner will be in there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, fuck, the executioner has a match in this pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, what Barry Horowitz. About? Oh, that's right. Barry Horowitz. Yeah. He won once, right? And then like He's twice. Three, in three ever. Three times ever. Three times ever. I mean, so. if you're going to be a jobber, you might as well be the best damn jobber. Yeah, 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 you know no, what I mean? Nobody, nobody cares about the second best jobber. Yeah. I mean, you might as well have... I mean, we're at... I mean, probably not now, but what, last year we had a, a woman's Royal Rumble. You couldn't do that now. I mean, you might there's as well... No one, there's two women. I know, three. but I'm saying it's like, you might as well have the, uh, all four of the karate fighters in this tournament, too, or in the Royal right. Rumble, you yeah. know? Yeah, I guess you could do the karate fighters. There's no way they got 30 guys, right? I bet they pulled some old veterans, some Hall of Famers. Superfly, might but be I mean, there. Vader's hurt. <laughs> you know, well, he might be Yokozuna fine. We still got a month. We still got a month. How do you get Yokozuna over the top rope? That's my question. Uh, I think they're just going to play the injured card on him. Yeah. Uh, I would also mention they did a battle royal at this Survivor Series in 2021, and Omos was in it, mm-hmm. and he just kicked everyone's ass. Really? Nobody teamed up on him till there was only four guys left. Well, I, and it was stupid. Cause I don't know if shit has changed, but Omos can't wrestle, but I'm sure he can just throw guys over mm. a top rope. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think he's Is he still with AJ Styles? Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. Hey, so AJ Styles got a, AJ Styles hung out outside the ring the whole time till there was like eight people left. Then he jumped in and got a guy out. And then the guy got mad and like, Started pulling AJ Styles out of the ring over the top rope, and Omas was trying to pull him back in, and they were doing a tug of war. But then somebody kicked Omas in the head, and he dropped AJ oh, Styles. That's oh boy. And he won. I don't know what it was for. I have no idea. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was for the egg. Yeah, yeah it was for yeah. Cleopatra. My my thing is like I guess this is probably what AJ Styles did, but like. I think Randy Orton did this once too, where he just like hung out outside the ring and just waited to go in. Like, you don't have to go in right well, away. Well, he did that last year. Remember when Edge won? Yeah. He got injured right away. He kind of just waited. And then, like, he got taken in the back, but he never went over the top rope, and he came in right as Edge finished the last guy and did an RKO, and then he got him mm. out. Speaking of taken, where are we at with this whole human trafficking thing? Is that a thing in the past now? I think we're over it. Yeah, huh? Okay. We're just giving up, huh? Is Do yeah, we forget, we or we are, we, are we forgetting, or are we forgiving? No, you can't forgive, but we haven't seen Mr. Perfect for a while, so there's got to be something going on. I mean, on. he's out of the karate fighter tournament. Yeah, but like, he 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 had he made Triple H the champ, and now we haven't seen him since, basically. Mm-hmm. Since then, the karate fighters, and that was it. Okay. So, I don't know. Maybe he's boots on the ground right now doing the work, and uh, Triple H is, you know, getting all the accolades. So, I don't know. Either way... 
we'll get to the bottom of it eventually. I think something to do with the Tiger King is is what it's all about. Yeah. I started watching the new season and Is it on what, Netflix? Yes. Again? It's a season though? Five episodes at least. Is so he far. out of prison? I think they're trying to get him out. Uh, so that's the yeah. thing. Same like characters except for the ones that are dead. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean so I've I haven't watched it all, but basically it's about trying to get him out and trying to figure out uh, what happened to Carol Baskin's ex-husband? So he, he could have been involved in this child trafficking thing. Is kind of what I'm getting at. Because oh, there's a child trafficking thing. Involved? Well, no, with us. Oh, okay. around the same time frame. Okay, now I'm catching on. Okay, now I he had a 15 year old girlfriend in Costa Rica. Mm. Is that legal there? I don't know. I I don't know. Seems morally wrong. I would agree with that. I think uh, I think we all put our heads together and decided eighteen was the okay age, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we, we all. We all. Maybe everyone. Spanish Dan yeah. and Klaus. Yeah, yeah. We, Klaus was pushing for twelve. Yeah. We're like, dude, Klaus, get the hell out of here with that. Germans, yeah, dude. stupid fish. Yeah, he's stupid fish. <laughs> Executioner and Undertaker, and we are in. Uh, what Tom likes to call a no-holds-barred match, I like to refer to it as an Armageddon match. What's the difference? That's up to you to decide. Yeah, I don't know. What is the difference? I have no idea. Okay, all right. It's the um, same thing. I think I remember them saying, this match is up to whoever um, oh, yeah. can't take it anymore, and it's up this to is the, the difference. It's discretion. a 10 count. No, they don't say that. They say... Whoever is a or whoever can't withstand the match anymore, and it's up to the ref's discretion. Right. That's what they said. Right. So we'll leave it at that. Right. And then it's at not the a end, we'll let you. That would be the last man standing. Right. right. Correct. Yeah. So I need to uh, back up here. Undertaker. Remember, you had the teardrop. Still has it, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. But here's the thing: it's not filled in. What? It's not filled in. What does Before that mean? Was, okay, I don't know. We'll have Spanish Dan look this up. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure, I think a teardrop is, I don't know. But I think when it's filled in, <laughs> when it's filled in, you killed somebody. It was filled in before, though. I know. So how does it, did you not, because did a guy wake undead. up? undead. Oh. Maybe because he was dead mm-hmm. and now he's undead because mm-hmm. the buried alive thing? Maybe he banged ball bearer finally. The, the pillow? effigy, the yeah. pillow, the pillow, pillow, yeah. pillow bear, Who the Paul Bear pillow, pillow bear. So, um, the executioner's getting getting working. Like it's a decent man. I mean, he's not like I don't know. I don't really like it, but it's not as mm, not as bad as I thought it was. Uh, I would rather just, just seen mankind. Yeah, I'm with <laughs> for you. the twenty seven. Oh yeah, I agree. So Taker exposes the concrete uh, and goes to flip the executioner, and then Mankind runs out quickly after, and then tries to like push Undertaker, but he falls over the uh, the folded mats. <laughs> so that was a botch. <laughs> so so no, nah, dude, he did match. that on purpose. I'm telling you, dude, Mick Foley, mm-hmm. he does this shit on purpose. Yeah. Selling tickets, does a bump all putting his asses in the seats. Yeah, so. Now Taker has Mankind to worry about, and he's just hitting the Executioner, and he's kind of almost pushing him backstage. Throws Mankind a little bit further down the ramp, and now they're at the setup. And I want to talk about this in-your-house setup. 
and it's kind of set up the same every time, right? It kind of just looks like a, a nice, like, suburban front lawn. Like, it's a nice white house, picket fence, like your house. flowers. Yeah, exactly. Like a live, house. love, laugh yeah, sign yeah. up there. It's got all, yeah. all the bells and whistles. And Taker is literally just throwing these guys through the set. So there's a spot where there's, like, the window. It says, in your house. Throws mankind through that. Throws them through, like, the front door. You know door. what's interesting here is my thought is that this is the last one of the season because it's the end of the year. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have a new set for the next season. Oh, hey, destroy it! Yeah, we don't need it anymore. Sure. So there you go. Yeah. So I, I guess if this is a no holds barred Armageddon match, it's okay for mankind to be there, right? Yeah, he could he could be doing whatever. So he a ton wants. of security come out and they're like separating mankind from the Undertaker, and then they start spraying him with mace. When have we ever seen this in in, in wrestling? I don't know. I, I weird. get getting a guy away from a guy, but there are literally no rules in this match. Right. And then they're macing him on well, top of that? Well, it's not illegal either. You can do whatever you want in an Armageddon match. Mace is encouraged. I guess so. So there's a, now the execution of The Undertaker are like in the physical arena. Like they're up the stairs, and apparently the cameras can't go past the stairs because it's like hot lava or something. Yeah. No, and the stairs are lava. The stairs are lava. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so you see him go up the stairs and then like into another room and then the camera's just still like looking at the stairs for hmm, two whole minutes. <laughs> so then we flash back to the ring and they're putting mankind in a straitjacket. Yeah. They just have that in their like weaponry and arsenal of just like, we got, got the mace, we might as well buy characters. a couple of straitjackets. So they put me. I think it comes with it. With the mace? Yeah. Or the straitjacket. It's like comes a buy. Two cans of mace, get a free straitjacket deal. I think you buy the straitjacket, two cans of mace. Well, no, it was just one probably then. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're getting the two. I think you got to either buy two and you get one. You don't, like, oh, hey, buy one, get two. Yeah, I know. Okay. But the, the mace is least Why would anybody need two cans of mace, though? That's why would why anyone you, need multiple straitjackets? You just need one straitjacket. You buy two cans of mace, you get one straitjacket. You don't need two cans of mace, but that straitjacket gets you to buy the mace. Sure. Like, right. you're like, oh, Mace is on sale. Like, ah, but it, you don't, in order to get that, you got to buy the straight check. And like, ah, I guess I don't need the no, Mace. No, it's the opposite of what I'm saying. I'm saying you get the Mace and you get a free straight check. I don't know. I get this through your thick skull, Rob. Mm. No, you're a big straight check. Yeah, <laughs> I am a big straight jacket guy. You're not a big uh, flamboyant jacket guy. You're a big straight jacket guy. Yeah. A flamboyant, we got a drink. That's a social now. Should have said it a few more times in this episode. So flamboyant of you, Rob? I know. Oh, damn it. Got a drink. So we got a spot where they're outside the ring. And let's let's be clear. This is what? In Tampa or somewhere in Florida? Is it Tampa? Well, I thought the last episode was in Tampa, the uh, regular mm. Raw. And then this is oh, probably... Oh, no. This is Fort Lauderdale, I think. Okay. Something. Yeah. So either way, in this arena, there's like a, a giant fountain along the outside. Yeah. And... You just see the, and there's like a ramp from the fountain goes like there's stairs and there's just like a ramp that leads to the That's, fountain. That is, and, the fountain is kind of a ramp. Yeah, too. a ramp, right? And they, and they, and they like, they show it too because, and we'll get to it, but like before, they really like focus on this fountain a lot. The whole time I'm like, so he's going to go in this fountain. I, I thought that you too. You know, yeah, because yeah. they kind of are showing it too much. Yeah. And, and uh, they're doing interviews outside. Yeah, right and by the like, fountain. And it's just like. Dude, like the interview is like focused on the body and half of it's just like this fountain yeah. in the background. 
So along in the shore, yeah, Taker throws the executioner into this fountain, but basically he tumbles down this ramp, and it's like, how many stairs up do you think that is? Probably like 56? 50, 56. I was going to say 56. Really? I was going to say 56. Well, then it has stairs. to be 56. We're not going to look it up because we're always right. Yeah. So basically rolls down this ramp and fall, the executioner falls into this giant like fountain, and he's like soaking wet, and now it flashes to... Taker going back to the ring where he meets Mankind, but Mankind's in a straitjacket. So Undertaker's just beating the shit out of him, and Mankind <laughs> really can't do anything. So right after that, Executioner comes back, and he's soaking fucking wet <laughs> from being in this fountain. Undertaker gets him up into the ring, turns him around for a tombstone, and I hope you saw this. There's so much water coming out of his boots. <laughs> It is so... I was dying laughing. So he turns him up for this tombstone, and it's just dripping water out of his boots. Undertaker goes for a one, a two, and a three. For some reason. Because <laughs> that's not the match. That's the rule. Why the fuck is the ref counting? That's not the rules They forgot of the, the rules of this they match in the middle. They forgot the rules of this match. He goes for a fifth, and they count in one, two, three, and no bell rings. Everyone's looking around, they're like, uh... And then the ref's like, I'll, I'll count to 10. <laughs> so he counts I told to you 10. there was a 10 count involved. I know, but that's not the rule. The rule is it's up to the ref's discretion. Well, so his like, discretion was he needed to do a three, three count, count plus a 10 oh count. Oh, God. This is, if you're not going to, if the rules are Maybe the rule like, is you have to pin him and then do a 10 count. It's basically a 13 count. If the rule is count. no rules, don't make weird rules at the end. <laughs> it, why pin him? He could have went down for a 13 count. Right, that's what I'm saying. It was probably a 13 count, but that's unlucky. Undertaker wins by... <laughs> that was another good tombstone, though. Yes. It was cringeworthy. I was, it wasn't that cringeworthy because he was, so I was focusing on he, was so he was so wet. He was so wet. He slipped yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, if he, breaks his, if he breaks his neck, it's because he's so slippery. I was, <laughs> mo- I was mostly watching. You're okay with that, though. <laughs> yeah, You're like, oh, that. it's not it's his, his fault. fault. Yeah. It wasn't a botch. He was That's just real slippery. Like, if Phineas ever gets one, I'm like, he's too sweaty in the back. He's put that movie and his hands are all slippery right now. Absorbs all that sweat. But no, I was literally watching the amount. It was Seriously, like probably like twenty four ounces per each boot, dripping water out into the uh, into the ring. Main event time. Bret Hart, Psycho Sid, and a little bonus. We do get uh, we get HBK on commentary for this one. I want to backtrack a little bit because we did talk about this fountain. Do you want to talk about this interview that happened? Yeah, that's uh, what I, I guess was, was kind of going to allude to that they were showing sure. it all the time. I'm glad, I, I was going to leave it out, but I feel like if we mention the fountain, this is worth worth bringing up. Right, so you legend. got Sid. They're doing an interview with Sid outside. Um, and he's, uh, I don't know, it's just a regular interview, whatever. And all of a sudden, just Shawn Michaels starts, just jumps him, starts beating the crap out of him. Total heel move, wouldn't you say, Rob? I would say. Total I'm not understanding who's heel in this case here. <laughs> it's very back and forth. Uh, I I mean, we've been... I've been teasing that that Sid's going to turn heel since he debuted. I'm, I really... We've thought that Shawn Michaels is a total douchebag, flamboyant guy. Um, and not really face in any oh, normal sense. Forget the flamboyant. Yeah, I said it again, so... But 
so he's coming to play at home. (laughs) (laughs) He's coming out here and he's jumping just the champ out of nowhere, just beating the crap out of him ahead of time. Doesn't make any sense unless he's a heel, which he is now, I think. I don't know. And so he's beating him up. But who comes to Sid's rescue? None other than Breadman himself. Yes. Brett the Hitman Hart. And jumps in. Brett Michaels or no? No, not Brett Michaels. Okay. No, not Poison. But no, he he, he comes in, <laughs> starts helping him. Uh, so I don't know the drama there that's going to come of this. I don't Especially know. Especially with yeah. Shawn Michaels on commentary. Seems uh, like a recipe for not a clean finish, if you ask me. Yeah. So we'll go back to the match. HBK is on commentary. And he's the first one to come out. So Sid's making his entrance. And before Sid's even called out, Shawn Michaels is just shitting on Bret Hart. For that whole time, Sid comes out, still shitting on Bret Hart. Bret Hart comes out, does his whole thing, gives his sunglasses to the crowd, little kid out there, gets back in the ring. Match starts for about two minutes, and he's still shitting on Bret Hart like during this whole thing. Not physically, but... So when the match starts, like Sid kind of has his back turned, bell rings, and like Bret Hart immediately attacks uh, Psycho Sid, and HBK goes, "Oh, what a coward move attacking Sid when his back's against the wall or whatever." And then there's like a pause where HBK doesn't say anything, and they're going back and forth in commentary. And then he's like, well, that's the kind of thing you got to do when you're Bret Hart and you're versing a guy like Psycho Sid. You got to take advantage of whenever his back's turned. I'm like, you just, (laughs) I feel that like uh, Vince slipped him a note that just goes, be neutral here. Be neutral here because you're shooting on Bret Hart for seven whole minutes before this. So then his commentary kind of changes after that. So he's kind of just like, I don't know, talking about how great of a technical wrestler Bret Hart is. Um, and speaking of technical wrestling, I noticed here that obviously they've spent some time rehearsing this match because Psycho Sid's looking a little bit sharper and they're doing more, I don't know, like wrestling wrestling. You know what I mean? And to me at this point, it's kind of boring but it's kind of cool to see Sid actually like mm, I don't know be involved in like the art of it you know what I mean like actually doing some wrestling moves that he wasn't wasn't really doing I don't know I, I didn't really care care for this match that much no it was better than you would expect a psycho Sid match to be I think yeah and that's what so I'm saying it's like he was yeah, doing more right. like it's a lot of back and forth right. wrestling but he's doing you know, like he's working with Bret Hart, so obviously it's going to be better. Yeah, right. I mean, should we just jump to the end of this match? I won't go back and forth. No, I think I mean there was a little bit of back and forth, um, some kickouts, uh, but I think the biggest swing here is when uh, your boy Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out, mm-hmm. and Bret Hart's out of the ring, and he kind of just takes out the back of his knee. Kind of a, the turn of the match is now he's favoring the knee the whole time, throws him back in the ring, and he's just or he kind of crawls back in the ring. But after he does that, I think he's going to beat up Brett some more. But then um, Bulldog comes out and starts beating up Stone Cold, so that's still going on from interfering in the match before. Uh, Bret Hart gets back in the ring. Psycho Sid's like, "Oh man, what happened?" or whatever. I don't think that he really cares, but 
match continues. Uh, they actually go back and forth a little bit more. So it's not like just like he comes back in, Psycho Sid beats him. You know, he comes back in and uh, he takes, you know, a little bit of back and forth beat beat down on either side. Uh, and then they end up out of the ring here, I think, for a bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, all I have is the ending, if you yeah. want to just right, right, right. to the... Well, there is, so yeah, I mean, there's the... Yeah, so then he gets a... There is some drama with uh, Shawn Michaels, where Shawn Michaels tries to... Uh, basically, he jumps in in this fight, and then they all start beating each other up. They get back... Eventually, Shawn Michaels out of it. They get back in the ring, uh, and Sid lands... Uh, he, he, he has a choke slam. He actually kicks out of the choke slam and gets some more action in and does the power bomb and gets the one, two, three. Yeah, Psycho after that, Sin yeah. Um, but still. HBK WWE. was on the edge of the ropes. Um, Psycho Sid threw Bret Hart into HBK. HBK falls off, and then that's when he does the power bomb. So, yeah, Psycho Sid retains, um, but then shortly after. Uh, Bret Hart starts beating the shit out of HBK. Yeah. And I think some of these punches he land. I think he landed. Right. I think uh, I think they're they're beefing a bit here. In are always beefing. IRL, as the kids say. In IRL or just IRL? IRL. IRL. No, IRL, because that's redundant to right. say, right? Redundant, so redundant. IRL, yeah. What's the uh, away from keyboard? What? A- AFK, the kids say. Is that a thing people say? Yeah, away from Nobody's keyboard. away from keyboards right now. You have phones. Gamers. Oh, emphasis on the gay. Yeah, flamboyant. Yeah. I'm out of dreams. What a perfect timing, though, because we're towards the end of yeah, this. Yeah, we are at the end of we the... We, uh, I feel like we didn't go off on enough tangents here. Can we go off on one here? I sure, don't know. I don't dude. Know I feel the, like some people listen just for the tangents. I, I, I think they do. I think they do, yeah. yeah. I think Spanish Let's Dan, talk about Montel Williams Spanish again. Spanish Dan here has really made the show more professional, and I don't know that that's good for us. I would agree. I think it's the worst <laughs> thing that's ever happened. <laughs> they want to hear me slur. Yeah. yeah. Really, uh, they want to hear racial slurs. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I guess. Uh, no, well, I'll nice throw a Hitler here. reference yeah. in now. No, ah, there we go. Yeah, I'm just kidding. You said it, though. You said it. Buenas noches, Hitler. Jesus. That was a shout out to our Argentina fans. So, yeah. um, so Spanish Dan, you're right there. Um, you might know some Portuguese. Do you know any Portuguese? Uh, a tiny bit. So we've been trying to get Portuguese fans for weeks now. Yep. And do we have any yet? Let me look. They seem to look it up, but we haven't had any since we've started this campaign. You know, we just want one Portugal fan. You know, we got listeners in Spain. Sweden, uh, Germany. Hold on, let me back this up a bit. I feel like this pay per view is good, but I feel like we should we should have um, Spanish Dan listen to Baby tonight. Should we do that? Okay, that's yeah. a good way. Here. So we got Germany, Spain, uh, Taiwan, Canada, Sweden, uh, the Philippines, and India. We just need Portugal as our thought. Portugal, Portugal I feel like, would be huge. You, think, you got both? The speak, the both speak. No, I, I get that. That's not the point. <laughs> um, what we're saying is that we just want Portugal. Something tells me that wrestling would be more popular in Brazil. Than it would be in I wouldn't disagree. So, I mean, the South America thing. I Carlito mean, probably big down there. Yeah. Think you're cool? No, I'm, I'm a coconut. coconut. Yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> So here, yeah, let's do a 
Spanish dance first ever. So this is his, I mean, he's heard some of these theme songs. So we're going to, like we mentioned last episode, if you're just joining us, we're going to do a bracket of 32 teams, best WWE theme song ever. Uh, one of them is this next song. You want me to play it? Maybe not. It's the last song I've ever played. And, so. and we are going to hear Spanish dance review of whatever we play of the song here. You want me to play Baby Tonight? Well, I don't think you should play Baby Tonight. All right. You got to do a review after this, yeah. though, too. Prepare to bust a nut. Is that enough, or should we listen to the whole thing? No, I think that's good. I think you can do a review off of that. I just want to hear yeah. this. And it gets back to Whoa. it! <laughs> There's one thing I'm thinking. Pretty fucking good, dude. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll get a little closer to the mic. All right. <laughs> and, and talk about your credentials, because you're not just a, uh, wait, an average one, Spaniard. One thing I do want to throw out is that song was recorded in Nashville. Spanish dance got a Nashville background. Too, yeah. So. A degree from Belmont, if and, you will, and right? We'll, and we'll give you the background. Now. Should we give them the background of the whole, the whole drama with this song? I mean, I think I thought that was public news, but yeah, we can. Yeah, well, I don't <laughs> I know. Everyone's exactly. talking He's about in Spain. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this guy, Jeff Jarrett, was a cowboy wrestler, and he recorded this song like a year ago, uh, but he's not in WWF anymore. And so it turns out his roadie, he was lip syncing the whole thing, and his roadie, the real Double J, who's this guy actually saying it, and now he's debuting, and, you know, uh, spilling the beans on all of the drama behind the lip syncing scandal. So, is this 
is it is it this guy that guy's walkout song? Yes. Yeah. I mean, this guy hadn't even wrestled. He came out like we first we heard of him is that oh this is Double J's roadie. He actually sang the song. This is mm-hmm. the real Jeff Jarrett's Double J. Roadie. His name is yeah. Jesse James, so they're both mm-hmm. Double J. Mm-hmm. He actually sang the song. We didn't even know he's a wrestler. I mean, we knew because we know he was a wrestler later, but like you just see that. And then you see him talk about it a few times, like a behind the music thing. And then he comes out and wrestles. And this is his theme music. Wow, what a twist. Yeah. 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 And he sings it. He actually comes out singing it. So you just hear the music and he comes out and he sings it on a blue microphone. He's like, uh, I can't wait to be alone with my baby. Like that. And potentially in the future, there may be a Christmas song. Yeah, I don't know if it's true or not yet, but he somebody did tease a double J Christmas yes. song. I haven't been able to find it. All right. So, so now you got everything you need. What, what do you have to say about it? Well, uh, it's pretty standard, like country shuffle rockabilly song, uh, like the backing instrumentals and stuff. Um, definitely really catchy chorus and hook with like the girl background singers. Um, Certainly accessible. Potentially the Funkettes, maybe. Maybe it is the Funkettes. That would be dope. Certainly accessible lyrics. Definitely sounds like it was recorded in Nashville. Um, So I didn't even need to say that. You knew that already. uh, I would have guessed it. Ah. Yeah, yeah, better than I expected it to be. Um, What does that mean? That's, I mean, obviously obviously good. We got a lot of people in Germany listening. (laughs) Um... I don't know that I would play it myself, but I wouldn't mind if I heard it again. Ooh, All right. You don't have to tell us twice. <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't think. <sighs> All right, well, there you have it. Uh, rating? Uh, what's the scale? Out of 10. The ace. That helps. Hmm. Because of the um, because of the whole story behind it with the two double J's, mm-hmm. quadruple J, if you will, mm-hmm. um, I give it a seven point five. Wow, that's Ooh. pretty good for him. He yeah. gave the new Adele album like a six seven. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> this is better than the new Adele album, everybody. <laughs> I can't wait to be alone with my baby tonight. There you guys have it. That is in your house. We got the Royal Rumble to cover up here very shortly. Just a few walls away from that. Anything to plug real quick? Uh, no, we got nothing else. All right, As guys. As we always say, good night and God bless Double J.